bow your heads. <laughs> oh, dear Lord, thank you for letting us all um, gather here today so we can hear what Dan has to speak for us. Um, I hope that we have all had a fantastic week and that it continues to do so. And I hope that after Dan speak, we are all, speaks, we are all encouraged to go through and share the love of Christ that you have given us and with everyone at our schools. In your precious name, amen. That was almost a good fall. Ooh, that's what I want. How, how, how are y'all doing? Good. Are y'all ready for this part? Yes. Okay. Two people, that's all I need. I need more than one. I got two. I'm good. Now listen. I am... Um, I've got a question. First of all, let me share this. this well, let me do this. Oh, I've got like eight things I want to do. i got another bag of these. You know... You know, um, so at the end, if, if you give yours away or you've got one, you're talking to someone, you, I want you to be able to give these away to share your faith. Um, so we've got more. If you've not gotten one yet, please make sure you get one tonight. Uh, because don't get, so you've got five on your wrist. That's not what they're for. They're, they're right? Y'all get me? So it's to share faith. They're not cheap, but they're worth it. Uh, if y'all are going out there talk, talking about Christ, talking about God. So that's the point. If you come into this room ever, if you've got a friend that comes and don't have a Bible at all, please see me. I would love to give give you one. Uh, or get somebody, you know, tell your friend to come see me and get it, and they will incognito give it to you. I don't care. I want this in your hand. I want you to, to have the word yourself. So I've got four or five of these here tonight, but I, I will always get these and have these available for you. Understand? Are y'all all right? Y'all seem to feel a little glum. I came on a little hard there. Sorry at the start. Let me ask this question. First of all, let me say this statement. Do you know that God loves you and has an incredible plan for your life? Do you believe that God loves you and has an incredible plan for your life? Yes. Yes? yes. Good. Because that's what we've been talking about the past month. Does anybody believe in what we're doing in here? Yes. Do you believe? Because, okay, and I ask that question because we're going against the grain. We're going against the normal, what we're doing. This is not a, nowadays, it's not a traditional way you, you do, do your your Wednesday night where you're, you're teaching about sharing your faith. You're talking in small groups about sharing your faith, and you're challenging one another to do it. You're encouraging each other with it, and then you're being taught something new to go out and share the next week. We're totally against the norm. I'm getting a lot of rings. Steve, if you could bring me down a little bit, I appreciate it. Stephen's amazing. Thank you, Stephen. Um, and let me tell y'all this. This isn't supposed to work. I don't mean to depress you, but it's not. The books today for youth work, they, uh, don't, don't go this route. You need to go a lighter approach on um, just how God loves, loves you and just get back up. You'll be all right. And, and there's so much more to the Christian faith than that. I had a talk with a student about two weeks ago in this very room. It was at the end. Everybody had left, and he came up to me and said, boy, I almost got ch- ch- choked up there. He said, I just want you to know I believe in what we're doing here. I know we've had some students leave and they're going someplace else, but I believe what you're doing is, is right. The way you're teaching us the Word and what we're being challenged to do. I haven't gotten ch- choked up about that the whole time when I've thought about it. But man, I heard that. And you know what? I was like, oh, I didn't know anybody had left. <laughs> Partly. But you know what? I was encouraged by that because what we're doing is against the norm. I know it. 
And the question that I want to ask you, because I'll tell you this, I'm in on this. As you notice, that's why we're doing it. I believe it's, the, it's what we've got to be doing. If not, I'm failing God in what he's called me to do and lead you as youth. But do you believe in what we're doing? Because that's important. That is so, and so I just want you to get a grasp of sort of why we're here tonight. I'm coming in really heavy, I know that, but man, just don't miss out on it. Now, we're going to do something just to to totally flip where we're going with this. Everybody stand up. There's a verse that I've taught y'all just a few weeks back. If you've not heard this one, adults, y'all stand back too, you lazy bums. And and, uh, y'all should know it by now. If you don't, we've got signs for it. Most of you do know it. It's Romans 3.23. Repeat that with me. Ready? Romans 3.23, it says what? Okay, for we've all sinned, come short of the, the glory of God. Now, I started off and said, you know what, God loves you and has a plan for your life. Do you know in Scripture where that's found? Does anybody remember? Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. And it goes on. We're not going to go. And then John 3.16 says what? For God so loved the world. So we know that God is a loving God and He's got a great plan for life. That's the first thing. But we also know this. We're all lost. Romans 3.23 says what? For all sin. Okay, and then we know that with sin, Romans 6.23 says what? It says... Oh, oh, wait. Sorry. My bad. I got one hand myself. Ready? For the wages of sin is that but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, my Lord. You got to hit that. My Lord, right? See, so we know that we all sin, and the payment of sin is death. Now, we're going to go on to talk about the gift of God, but the payment of sin is death. Now, John 14, 6 says what? Jesus says to start. Ready? Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man can get to the Father, but by me. That's right. By me, we won't point to him, but he says me, so we do me. So, but by me. It says, no one comes to God except through Christ. There are many, many will say you in your lifetime, hey, there's many ways to God. And there's not. There's not many ways. There's one way. It's through Jesus Christ is the only way to God. Now, I'm going to teach you a new one. Was that the last one that we did yep. from last week, right? Now, this is a new one. Now, in, in Romans, I don't think I threw this scripture up there, so don't worry about it. Um, Romans 10, 9, and 10. Now, this is basic Roman road. This has been done in churches forever. But, man, it's some, it's some good stuff. You need to know this because you need to know why you believe and why you share your faith. It says this in, in, in Romans 10, 9, 10. Hang with me, let's. She's doing this face at somebody. I was like, that's like a stank face. What are you doing that? All right. Romans 10, 9, 10. Come back to me, please. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Okay, understand. Confess with your mouth. There's a step two. Believe in your heart. When you believe in your heart, that's going to be a change in something that you do. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. It says, for with the how, the how, the heart one believes and is justified. And with the mouth one confesses and is saved. And it goes on in verse 13 and says this. For everyone who calls, call, call, do a crow sound, call, 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 on the name of the Lord will be, you take a life preserver thing and you throw it out to somebody who's lost. But it's, it's really far away, so it's like, <laughs> save. Okay, that, that's what it is. Okay, so listen, let's start again. For. 
everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Okay, that's what you do, okay? Let's try it again. What's the verse? Romans 10, 13. Ready to say it. Romans 10, 13. For everyone who calls. We can't do our own little cute little call. It's got to be call. Okay, well, uh, no, no, it's, 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 okay, you're about to get fired. I don't know what that means. Okay, okay, let's try it again. Ready? For everyone who calls, call, 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 on the name of the Lord will be saved. Okay, it's not will be, oh crap, saved. It's just, okay, someone added that, and that's not right. I'll edit that out of the recording. Okay, good. So, okay, it's, it's uh, ready. Let's try it one more time because I want you to get this. Ready? R- Romans 10, 13. For everyone who calls, call, 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 on the name of the Lord will be <laughs> saved. All right, sit down. Sit down. I want you all to understand this. The God that we serve is a saving God. The God that we serve is a redeeming God. And in the midst, because some of you in this room may have been this person, or you are them right now, and you go, but you don't understand. God can't love me. God can't forgive me. You don't know what I've done. And let me just be straight up honest with you. I don't care what you've done because I know how big my God is. And He's so much bigger than what you've done. So much. And you have friends that you see every day. That they, they, they act tough and go, that, that's dumb. But there's a side, side of them that's going, man, I, I wish that God could for, for, forgive me. But you don't know what I've done. And your response need, needs to be, if you ever have that talk, man, you don't understand how big my God is. He is amazing. He is loving. We're going to look at some scripture here, though. That is very strong. Because we're talking about a response. Because we've all got a response to the Word of God. We've got, got, we've got a response to the grace that God gives through His Son. And His responses, our responses are to accept it or to ignore it and walk away from it. And, and if we've heard it once and we walk away from it, it's like rejecting it. If we've heard it once and we go, oh, I'm not sure... And we never go back to it. We, it's like we've re, re, rejected it. Look at here. We've got it on the screen. If you've got your Bibles, open up your Bibles. And please bring them. If you don't have one, I will give you one every week. Bring them. And I want you to mark in yours. When we talk about something, mark in it. Put the date where. Because you'll sometimes, my prayer is that you'll sometimes go, man, I want to look back on it and see what that said. What, what that, that, that dude said about that. So, that's why you, we, we mark in it. We, we write in it. Look in um, Matthew. Is that what I said before? Matthew chapter 25. It's on the screen, beginning in verse 31. And I'm going to read the story. And this is almost all we're going to do tonight before we break into our groups. But I want you to hear this story. And there's just a couple truths in it. I, I would expound on it all, but we don't have near that time. And I want you to get in your small small group groups tonight. Um, here it goes. When the Son of Man comes in His glory... This is Jesus speaking. And all the angels with him. Then he will sit on his glorious throne. Beside him will be gathered all the nations. And he will separate people one from another. As a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right. But the goats will be on his left. 
Then he will say to those on his right, Come you who are blessed by my Father. And I do not miss that one phrase right there. He's talking to the sheep. He refers to them as those who are blessed by his Father. Those are believers who have believed in his Son. Those who are blessed by his Father. That's who he's speaking specifically to. Those who put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. He says, come, you who are blessed by my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will Answer them, truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my my brothers, you did it to me. That's what he says to the goats. And I want you not to miss this point because our world, even our Christian world, seems to have missed this. They have said many times, hey, you want to put your faith in Christ, all you have to do is pray this prayer and give your heart to Jesus. And you're good. You're taken care of. And can I tell, tell, tell you, he refers to them in the start of, in, as those that are blessed by my Father, those who have put their faith and trust in Christ. But then he says there's more to it. Because those who really put their faith and trust in Christ are going to have actions to that, putting their faith and trust. There's going, it's not you, if you don't do all these works, you're, you're going to go to hell. It's not that. It's because you put your faith in Christ, things are going to change in your life. You are going to do things. You are going to serve. You're going to be gracious. You're going to be giving. You're not going to get it all right. You're going to fail. You're going to flop. You're going to miss. You're going to be convicted. You're going to think, I'm the worst. But you're going to do things that are right, that give God honor and glory. Things in your life are going to change. So don't miss that. Because sometimes we've said, hey, man, just believe this and you're taken care of. But believing it isn't just saying it with your mouth. Believing it is living it with your life. There's got to be living with your life. Now, your job isn't to force somebody to live it out in their life. Your job is to just to tell people. Talk about God. Talk about our lostness. Talk about Christ and our need for Christ. That's your job. That's all you can do. God does the work, and the person responds to the work of God. So, that's what happens to the sheep. Good stuff there for the sheep. But look at this. The sheep are on the right. The goats are on the left. Sorry, y'all are my goats for tonight. And this is what happens in verse 41. Then he will... That was a sheep sound, I think. (laughs) Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked, you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they will answer saying, Lord, when did... We see you naked, or when do we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in, in, in prison and did not minister to, to you? Then he will answer them saying, truly I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And those will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. And the two things I just want you to get from tonight before we break into our groups and sort of talk about what's go- what we're doing um, is 
that there will be a day of judgment where every nation will come. It says in the scripture that there will be a day that every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, but some will be forced to do it and it will be too late for them because they will have rejected him. But there's a day that we will all be judged and we will be separated as the sheep and the goats. And my hope for everybody in this room is that, that you understand of God's great love for you. You understand of your unbelievable need for him and your lostness by yourself and that you cannot get to him on your own and that you will see that Jesus Christ is a gift of God. It is something that God made that, that, that he lived a life without sin and the cross as we've talked about didn't kill him. The cross did not kill Jesus Christ. The sin that was placed on him that when he who knew no sin became sin for us so we can become the righteousness of God that's what killed him on the cross. He paid the debt that we owed on our sin and that should make us live a little bit even on a bad day with a little bit more step uh, hop in our step that's it step in our hop you know whichever way you go so every, every everyone will be judged and so that's why it's so important for us to share just to talk about them and um, your actions will show who you are you know a Christian should should um, talk like one there's a lot that do but they should also smell like one act like one live like one and every way they're called to. We're going to pray and we're going to break into our groups. Uh, and this is sort of how we're going to break. And in your groups, has anybody talked about God the past two weeks with, with, with someone? Clap for me. Anybody talk about heaven or ask about that, about someone's lostness this week, past week? Anybody talk about the name of Jesus out loud? Anybody go through the bracelet with someone this week? Alright, in your small groups, you're, you're going to actually talk about that. Who did, how, how that went, encourage each other. We're also going to talk about one more thing um, in your groups, and that is your testimony. Okay? Now, your testimony, is, we've not even touched on that, but your testimony is, is everybody say, say this word. Not that word. Ready? Testify. Say testify. 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 Okay, do you know what that word means? It means to proclaim. To, I'm going to testify, and that's what we're called. To, we're called to testify about what God has done for us. That's what your testimony is. You testify about the greatness of God, and that's what we're doing. And you talk about your life before Christ. However, Christ began to work and touch your heart and change your life when you begin to put your faith in Him. And then what Christ has been doing as you begin to walk with Him and what He's taught you and what He's shown, shown, shown you. That's what your testimony is about. And the great thing about that, as you talk with friends, is no one can say to you, dude, you're wrong. You're like, dude, that's what God did in my life. They can't say, no, you're wrong. <laughs> dude, I experienced that. I'm not wrong. You know? So, so um, this week, you're just going to talk about what it means. Your homework for next week is to work on it on your own some. Because next week, we might break into our small groups again and go through our testimonies in our small groups out, out loud. You're going, this is worse than school. No, man, I want you just to be able to be confident in your faith. That's what we're doing. So, Genesis, I've got all the high school guys with you tonight. And high school guys, be serious about what we're doing.
Okay, it's a big group that's going to be be serious about what we're doing in, in that room. Take the time, work at it, and give Jen a lot of respect in there because he hasn't said y'all have not been respectful. I'm just saying it's a big group, and um, so and no one's going to have the middle school guys right in this room. Jen, your high school guys will be in there. Let's do uh, Anne. You're back in your room. Ninth and tenth girls. Whitney, you're in the far room. Eleventh and twelfth girls. And make sure, make sure that you go to your, the grade you're supposed to go to. I won't say any names. Okay. So um, <clears throat> make sure you go to the grade you're supposed to. And, and Miss Candy will have the 6th, 7th, and 8th grade girls in, the, in your back Sunday school or Bob Sunday room, whatever we call it. So I'm going to pray. When I go, we got about 20 minutes to spend in there. Take the time, pray for each other, encourage each other. And um, I've got bracelets up here for those that need them as we break. Dear God, we thank you just for this time. And Lord, help this next time that they're going to be fruitful. And um, God, I thank you uh, for the gift of your son. And just what you teach us with your word. And may we, we go out of this room and be anxious to share about you and talk about you because the world needs to hear you. Amen.